get started. Well, hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's session. We're going to be talking all about Google Maps, right? And really what it takes to get ranked um, on the Google Map in your service area for the most important uh, plumbing, HVAC, or home service related key terms. Um, and I know you guys were visiting me from across the country. And I just want to give you guys a couple minutes to get logged in, to get set up. We've got um, over 200 registered to, to attend today's session. I'm sure some of you registered and plan to watch the replay. Uh, but just, just so I know, kind of type maps in the comments if you're excited to hear some of my latest ideas and strategies on how to get ranked better in the Google map in your service here. Just type maps into the chat. Chris says maps. John says maps. Awesome. Okay, good. We got some, we got some map comments coming in. You're, you're in the right place. And I just want to start by saying, you know, getting ranked on the Google map is part of your, your overall internet marketing strategy. If you think about how we can really maximize your lead flow via the internet, we think about foundationally, we want to have a good website that's built to convert. And then we want to make sure that it's ranking in the map, in the organic listings. Uh, it's coming up where your customers and potential customers are, are searching for you. Um, and then we want to you know, put some rocket fuel behind it by running paid search, by tapping the Google local service ads, by putting retargeting in place so we can track the people that get to your website and kind of bring them back, especially those that don't convert. We want to make sure we're in some of the paid online directories, maybe like Angie's List and Home Advisor and different sites like that. And then we want to make sure we're leveraging you know, smart marketing strategies with marketing automation to convert the leads that we get at the highest level possible and to take our one-time customer and leverage email and SMS to turn them into repeat buyers that do business with us again and again. This is what we call our digital dominance method. It's kind of the big picture to really maximize your lead flow via the internet. Uh, and earlier this year, when we did our, our planning session, we kind of mapped this out at the high level. Um, Last month, we talked about SEO specifically, how to set up your website to rank uh, organically. The month before that, we talked about how to set up your website to convert. Like, what do we want to have on our website and the messaging to make sure that it converts at the highest level possible? Today, we're going deep on Google Maps. So um, just I just want to frame, you know, this is, you don't just do Google Maps in a vacuum, right? You do Google Maps as part of your overall strategy to truly maximize your lead flow. And if you want to go back and access any of those other trainings, um, just reach out to me. I've got Christian Ortega, my director of business development on here. Um, you can reach out to him directly and say, hey, you know what? I want the one on how to set up my website. Or I want the one on how to get ranked for the most important keywords organically. Um, we can definitely hook you up with, with that. So some ground rules before we, before we get fully started. Um, let's do this. Let's turn off our cell phones. Let's close out Facebook, unless you happen to actually be watching this on Facebook. Um, and let's give this our undivided attention and focus. You've decided to be here on this training to hear what the latest is with Google Maps. Let's just get in the zone, close the other tabs, close out the other windows, and let's, let's just focus on this directly. Give me, a, give me a one in the comments if you're good with these rules of engagement. You're going to zero in. You're going to one window me. You're going to give this your undivided attention, undivided focus. I really believe if you understand the way the Google map works, you understand what you can do to tweak your Google map strategy and you start to rank better on maps, it's going to make you a lot of money, right? And this, this time is well worth it. So Gordon, Ansley, Dan, 
Chris, thank you guys. Appreciate you engaging with me in that way. So here's what we're going to cover. Here's what we're going to dive into on today's session. We're going to talk about the latest changes with the map listings. And, and like I said, the Google Maps are constantly changing, right? You know, what used to work before could actually be hurting you today. So we're going to talk about what's, what's the latest and greatest. We're going to talk about five things that can actually be drawing your listings down. Like sometimes I, I talk with contractors who say, I used to rank number one for like all of this stuff. And now I don't. What happens? There's five potential things we've found that could really be pulling your rankings down on the Google map. We're going to show you those and what you need to do to, to get around them. And then we're going to show, our, show you our, our proven three-step process for getting ranked in the Google map. Um, and I'm going, to, I'm going to share some of my favorite tools to systematize and automate the heavy listing. I'm going to so I kind of walk you through, here's how to do it. I'm going to talk you through, like, here's the ways to make it happen. Uh, and then I'm going to share some tools with you that you say, hey, look, you know, use this tool to do this, use that tool to do this. And we'll, we'll make this really, really straightforward, really simple. And, and most importantly for me, applicable. So you can walk away from today's session with some very specific next steps, very clear on what you need to do next. So give me a good in the chat, just good if this sounds like a good use of your time, if this is what you showed up for today. Chandra says, perfect. Gordon says, good. Justin, good. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Appreciate you guys chatting with me. I, I, I love to see the, the engagement. So before we, before we dive all the way in, Real quick, who am I? Why should you listen? Um, first of all, I run Plumbing and HVAC SEO. Uh, we are Google partners. Um, we, I'm, I'm the author of the Complete Guide to Internet Marketing for Plumbing and HVAC Contractors, How to Triple Your Sales by Getting Your Internet Marketing Right. Um, active member of PHCC, QSC, NextStar Service Roundtable, spoken at a lot of those events. A lot of my content and information has been published, uh, published in articles like uh, Plumbing and Mechanical, Contractor Magazine, HVAC Insider, um, but I'd say more important than any of that stuff, because that stuff's interesting, is that I've had the opportunity now to work with over 175 of the top plumbing, HVAC, and home service companies from across the country. And I've been able to you know, help a lot of them go from obscurity online to the point where they're now the dominant players in their area. A lot of them getting hundreds of calls every single month via the internet, especially directly through Google Maps. Um, and so what I'm going to share with you isn't based on theory. It's not based on you know, other industries. This is based on my experience working with home service companies just like yours, plumbing, HVAC, electrical companies, um, and exactly what's worked best to get them results. Um, and what I'm going to do throughout the session is I'm going to show you live examples. I'm going to show you, here's the client. I'm going to show you where they rank, and I'm going to show the results in terms of how many calls and how many leads they're getting from Google Maps. So you have a potential idea of what's really possible. So just put in chat um, examples. If you're okay with me spending some time sharing with you real world examples and case studies of this stuff and how it actually plays out in the, in the real world, just type examples in the chat. All right, Scott says examples. Chris says examples. Ansley says examples. Perfect. I will say this is what we do. My, my agency, Plumbing and HVAC SEO, uh, we're on a mission to help 1,000 plumbing and HVAC companies triple their sales by getting their internet marketing right. Uh, we've got a team of full-time employees that this is what we do all day, right? Build the websites, claim the, the, the directory listings correctly, uh, do the SEO, do the pay-per-click, and really help our clients maximize their lead flow. 
Um, and so as you're listening to this, if at some point you're like, you know what, I would love to have Josh and his team do this for us and just manage our Google map listings and get us ranked and help us take things to the next level. Um, reach out to me, reach out to Christian, who's my director of business development. He's on here. Um, we'd love the opportunity to talk. It would be a um, no obligation, no pressure, you know, evaluation we would walk you through and just show you, hey, here's what we do. Here's how much it would cost. And if you want us to run with it for you, by all means, we would love that opportunity. So there's a prelude. Let, let's dive into it. And I think before we can really even talk about the, the how-to on Google Maps, we need to spend a little bit of time just evaluating, does Google Maps still matter? And you might wonder that because you've noticed the search engine results listings have changed, right? They've changed a lot. It used to just be the map came up first and there were some paid listings above it. Now, the way it works today, we've got local service ads and then we've got the maps and it's kind of moved things down. So the question is, does it matter? Like, is it even worth spending the time? Is the juice worth the squeeze? As I once heard Ellen Rohr say, I was in a session with, with Ellen Rohr at somewhere doing a presentation. He's, you know, is the juice worth the squeeze? I thought it was a funny, a funny phrase and I, I've used it ever since. So here's the reality. Like when we go to Google right now or your customer goes to Google right now and they type in your city plus your service, they type in, in this case, Orlando Plumber, We've got local service ads. We usually have one paid result. We've got the map, and then we've got the organic listings below that. Here's what we've found and what we're seeing right now as it sits today. Still more than 44% of the clicks and the calls are coming in directly from people clicking on the Google map, right? And I'd love to hear from you guys because we've got 70 plus of you on with us live. When you look for a service, you know, maybe not your service, but if you're looking for a house cleaning service or someone to come clean your car, do you click on the paid listings, the local service ads, or do you click on maps? Love to hear, just put either LSA, maps, or organic, or, or paid. Just, you know, what, what do you click? Ansley says maps, Climate Clear says maps, Josh says always maps, um, maps and organic says Erica. Yeah, maps, and, and it's funny, when I, when I have people on, you know, in live events that we, we teach at and, and, and on, on webinars, that tends to be the case. So yes, Google's moved things. They're, they're trying to make money on local service ads. They're trying to make more money on pay-per-click, but still somehow or another, the consumers still want to click on the maps. They want to see the reviews and that's where they're clicking and that's where they're calling. We see more than 44% of the traffic comes through that specific channel. So yes, without question, the juice is worth the squeeze, Ellen. And, you know, it's worth the energy and attention to, to really get this dialed in. And when you can rank in the top three, it can make a big difference on your lead flow and your results. And I just want to show an example of this. So I searched Orlando Plumber earlier today, took a screenshot of it. And you can see there's a company here at the top called Shamrock Plumbing and Drinkling. This is the client we work with in Orlando, Florida. And we track for all of our clients, we track really closely, you know, how many, how many visitors are they getting? How many calls are they getting? Where are the calls coming from? What, what, are the, what are the impacts of the different rankings that we generate? And so for this client, we can see for their overall internet marketing strategy, they generate about 819 leads per month via the internet. This is just as of last month. Um, and they have a total investment of about $3,000 in uh, management fees and pay-per-click, kind of what we do. 
What I want to draw your attention to here, and yes, they get 283 organic and 53 pay-per-click and 78 web forms that people fill in on the website that get tracked. What I want to draw your attention to is the 405 leads that come in every single month in Orlando for them because they're the dominant number one ranked plumber in their area. So there's just an example here. When you rank well on the maps, it will generate a lot of leads and calls for you in your business. Give me a yes if you would love to be getting 405 plus leads per month from Google Maps. Just give me a yes. Some yeses coming in. Thank you guys. I, I appreciate it. Absolutely. So another example company we work with in Mason, Ohio. Um, and again, I'll, I'll get into this deeper kind of the how-to, but I want you to understand the potential here um, when you rank well. Mason, Ohio, not quite as big a market as Orlando, Florida, but you can see we type in Mason, Ohio plumber. And of course, it's not just that one term, right? It could be plumber, plumbing, drain cleaning, water heater repair, um, all of the different variations and permutations that somebody might type. You see they've got the number one spot on maps. And I've been doing this webinar over the years. And so this was back in 2019. I took a screenshot of the track. And you see our reporting looks a little bit prettier, but you can see on a $2,700 spend, about 421 leads, some from organic, some from pay-per-click, 183 from Google Maps. Um, and so that was in 2019. You know, has the number changed, right? They've been ranked on Google Maps for quite some time, but has has the results changed as the search results have changed? What do you think? Give me a yes if you think it's changed less or more. Less meaning you think it's gone down or more if you think you know people are searching more and there's actually more volume than ever. Lots of lots of more. So you got you guys are uh, you guys are right. So look, we're going to fast forward to um, last year around this time. $4,744, 572 leads, 196 leads via Google Maps. So that was last year around this same time when I did this webinar. I just want to fast forward one more time. So you think, okay, there was a pandemic. There was, um, you know, the changes in local service ads at the top, Google shifting everything around. Fast forward to just this last month, 352 leads from Google Maps. So again, I show you these to kind of hammer home the, the point. Yes, Google Maps matter. Yes, if you get your, your Google Map listing optimized and you position yourself following the strategies I'm going to share with you on today's session, it can really position you for not just better rankings, but really more leads, more sales, more book jobs for you, for you and, your, and your technicians. These are directly from the, from the Google Map listings. So. Yes. I'll, you know what? I, I probably am overkill here. Company we work with in Fargo, North Dakota. This is Laney's. You can see they, they rank extremely well in, in a relatively you know, mid-market Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota. 835 leads via Google Maps you know, three years ago. 1,408 last year. Uh, 1,640 this, this past month. So you can see there's no decline in the number of leads that you can generate by ranking well on the Google map. I'm gonna kind of skip through this one, but you can see this company, Sun Prairie, they're an HVAC company, um, really dominant on maps, 420 last year, 762 this year. So yes, 
say we get it in the chat. We get it. Like you don't need to like show 90 different examples. We, we get the idea, right? Um, I did want to make sure I showed real examples. So it's not just me hypothetically saying, here's why you should focus on Google Maps. Here's what you need to do. Um, I want you to know what I'm going to show you matters. And we have a proven model to get the result, right? There's, there's one thing to say, okay, here's what you do on maps. It's another thing to say, here's what you do. Here's the results we've gotten. And here's where our clients are seeing in terms of calls and leads via the internet. The other thing I want to make sure that those examples drive home for you is you can't rely on paid search alone. You know, a lot of us have been programmed to think, well, it's, it's, it's all about paid search, right? So we just got to up our local service ad budget, or we've got to up our pay-per-click budget, um, or we got to spend more on paid search. When the reality is you've seen in all of these examples, the lion's share of their leads are actually coming from organic search. And so, yes, you want to do paid search. Yes, you want to pay per lead. Yes, you want to be tapping into all of the lead sources that are out there, but you don't want to rely on that alone. You don't want to sleep on organic SEO. You don't want to sleep on Google Maps. So give me a yes if that resonates, if it's helpful to see some examples. And if it's clear that, yeah, you know, there's more to it than just running paid search or upping your Google local service ad budget. Give me some more yeses. I know I've got a lot of you guys on here. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Emily says yes. Erica says yes. Ansley, yes. Perfect. So I'm going to talk about some of the changes just because you need to know this is constantly changing and constantly evolving. Um, but then we're going to dive into the, to the how-to and really what you want to do within your website and within your your. Google local server within your Google Maps optimization to get ranked really well. Um, so the changes over the last, let's call it three to five years, as I see it, um, map results dropped from seven on the first page to only three. Um, Google's now serving paid ads in the map results. Um, Google local service ads is live across the country in almost every type of home service um, and, and really showing up at the very top of the search results. I'll talk a little bit about local service ads, but not a, but not a lot. Um, you know, this is kind of how the, the, the page has changed over the years, right? Now we're, instead of seeing this, we're really seeing either the maps, the one page search, and then the three pack. That's what we call it, a three pack. It's the top three results in Google Maps. And this local service ads has become a big, a big deal, right? And it is on top. It hasn't negatively impacted our, um, map rankings and our map results, as you've seen, um, if you rank in the maps, you're still going to get leads, you're still going to get calls. But I would say you want to be tapping into local service ads as well. You don't want to sleep on local service ads. I would say, you know, claim your local service ad or set up your local service ads account, max out the budget there. The, the average cost per lead is manageable. Um, and there are lots of leads coming through this channel. Um, so I would suggest all of you, if you haven't, um, get on local service ads, get tapped into it. Um, and if you, if you need some help with that, we can absolutely help support you to get set up. Um, if you're a client, obviously we will walk you through this process. We'll help you with the background checks. We'll help you optimize the, the results. I've also got a great training where I unpack how to win with local service ads. It's about an hour and a half. And I really explain how it works, how to optimize your budget, how to optimize your service area. If you'd like to get your hands on that, just reach out to me or Christian. We'll make sure to hook you up with that training. Um, but I mean, 
at the most basic level, you want to go to this URL, adwords.google.com slash local services slash sign up. And it, it, it will basically Google will baby step you through the process and starting the background checks and starting that type of stuff. Um, I think ultimately the objective for all of us as home service companies is to try your best to dominate the search results, to show up not just in the map, not just in local service ads, not just in the paid search, but really show up in local service ads, show up on the map, show up in the third party results. If you run a search for your city, you know, plumber, or your city plumbing, your city drain cleaning, you're probably going to see results come up for Angie's List and Home Advisor and other providers like that. You want to make sure that you're showing up on those as well, because we want to dominate the page. We want to get as many leads and as many calls as we can for those people that are at that bottom of the funnel. They're looking for your services right at that particular moment in time. And the big trend that we've seen is that Google has significantly reduced the number of map listings over the last couple of years. Um, and that's really a function of they're trying to clean up spam. They're trying to clean up the, the plumbing company or the HVAC company, electrical company that set up a bunch of fake listings just for the sake of ranking on Google Maps. Um, and so I'm going to talk about some of the gotchas and some of the things that could be hurting you, but pay attention to this stat because they're, they're really cracking down on this whole uh, fake listing play. So things that could potentially be hurting your rankings, things that may have actually helped you in the past that could actually be hurting you right now. Um, number one, you need, a, you need a listing in the real city that you're trying to rank. So uh, I see Frankie Roman is on with us. Frankie, great to see you. You know, if you're trying to rank in Newport Ritchie, Florida, you need to actually have a location in Newport Ritchie, Florida, right? Trying to play the game of, um, well, I'm in, I'm in Doral, but I want to be ranking in Miami. Why don't I rank in Miami? You could, you could do all of the right stuff. Build out your website, claim your directories, get hundreds and thousands of reviews, use Nearby Now every single day. It's going to be hard for you to rank outside the city that, that you're in, right? So you need to have a physical location in the city that you're targeting. Um, if you tried to do spam listings in the past, so this was people just going out and claiming GMB or claiming Google map listings um, in the surrounding cities and towns where they don't actually have a location. So they would go to their aunt's house or they would go to their, their cousin's house or they would go to their cousin's you know, office and try and claim a, a map listing there. Um, so they had five or six different locations around the area on Google Maps. That worked really well, you know, 2010-ish. As of today, that doesn't fly. So, you know, what you want to do is make sure that you've cleaned any of those fake listings up because that will actually bring you down. It will prevent your actual true listing from ranking well. The other thing that could be hurting you is, is inconsistency of your name, address, phone number. So your NAP profile, you want to make sure you're in all of the major online directory listings. But in some cases, you get listed as one company name on Google, but you got listed as a different company name on Angie's List and a different company name on HomeAdvisor. And so as Google scans the web, there's not a lot of consistency in your, your, your thumbprint, so to speak. Um, and so you want to make sure that you've got a consistent reference of your name, address, phone number referenced across the web. 
Um, and then you want to make sure that you're not spamming your company name, you're not spamming your categories in the Google My Business listings. Uh, Armin says, what if we have satellite offices like Regis in multiple locations? Will that work? Um, in some cases, it will. I don't recommend it. Regis would be like one of those places that they have an office building. They put like 19 companies in it or as many as they can squeeze into it. And everybody gets to use that address with a unique suite number. Um, there was a time where it worked pretty well. I think it's on the radar now with Google. And so I would recommend if you want to play the game of getting ranked in different cities, your better play would be to, to rent a small commercial office that's legitimately in that location that's completely unique to you and then do everything I'm telling you to do here. That's going to work a lot better than a Regis, a PO box, a mailbox, et cetera. Um, you know, Google's kind of flagged all of those types of locations and it's counter to what Google's trying to do. They want to serve local businesses in the true local service area. So um, are there examples of people that do rank with the Regis office? Sure. Um, is it something that you can bank on? No, I would feel like that's like building your house on a foundation of sand. You know, you might get away with it for a little bit, but eventually Google catches it and that listing has gone. And then probably any other listings under your, your Google My Business account uh, are also, you know, messed up. And the other thing that could be holding you back is not having enough reviews, right? Having more reviews than your competition is one of the critical ranking factors. Um, and so as I see people go to multiple locations, they'll, they'll add the second, third location, and then all of the reviews will be on their main location, which is great. And that location is fine. But your other locations in more competitive markets probably aren't going to rank unless you've got the great listing in a real location with all of the things I'm going to be showing you and lots of legitimate reviews um, on Google and other profiles associated with that, with that listing. Give me a one if this makes sense. If you're like, you're kind of clear, okay, I see some of the things that could potentially be hurting the rankings. Awesome. Lots of, lots of ones. That's good. That's good to hear. So I just want to unpack our, our proven model and what we've found. This isn't super fancy stuff, right? But it works extremely well, as you've seen in the examples that I showed uh, as we kind of walk through this. The first thing we want to do is we want to claim and optimize our Google My Business profile, right? This is a free service from Google. You go to Google My Business and you can claim your listing. And from there, you've got lots of little things you can play with. And I'll show you some of the things you can play with, like your images, your name, the categories you're in, your service area. You want to make sure that you've claimed and fully optimized that Google My Business listing. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you want to have lots of web references. So references of your company's name, address, phone number on all of the public sites across the internet. Like, you know, you think about little things like Angie's List and local.com and Home Advisor and, you know, Kudzu. There's, there's hundreds of these types of sites. You want to be listed in those sites with the same name, address, phone number with consistency across the web. That way Google says, okay, this company's on Google Maps and they're also listed in all of these different places across the web. Number three is you want reviews, right? You want to have real reviews from your real customers in your true service area. I would say, you know, all other things being equal, if you're there, and your competition is there as well, and they've claimed their listing, and they've optimized it, and they've got lots of citations, and you've got lots of citations, the contractor that has the most legitimate reviews from the real customers on Google, on other public review sites, 
is going to win, right? It's going to win the day. So you want to be providing great service. You want to leverage automation to get reviews from real customers in your real service area. I'll be sharing some of the tools to help with this as we go. Um, but it, it's like claim the listing, optimize it correctly, get lots of citations, and build up your review profile on the public sites. And then number four is proper on-page optimization, right? It's, it's making sure that your website is optimized for the cities, for the services, and for the service area that you serve. Simple, simple stuff. We'll, we'll dive into it as we go. Um, but these are, these are the key things. These are the key elements that, that drive rankings and results on, on Google Maps. So the first part I talked about there was, was claiming your Google My Business listing. I suggest you want to know what your Google My Business login is, right? Whether you're working with us or you're working with another company or you did it yourself, you should have a login where you can log into Google My Business and you can see how it's set up. You can see what photos are being used. You can see what questions people are asking. You can see and respond to your reviews. You want to have access to this. So that's kind of step one. Make sure that you've claimed optimized and you have a login that you have access to on Google Maps. Uh, number two is you want to make sure that your name, as it sits on Google My Business, is your actual company name. So if you're Roman Plumbing, you want that to say Roman Plumbing, not Roman Plumbing dash, you know, drain cleaning and, you know, Newport Ritchie, Florida, right? Some people try to spam a bunch of stuff into the Google My Business listings. And there's actually some data out there that shows that can help your rankings. Um, but it's also a very big red flag, right? Not hard for Google to look at the, the public records out there and see what the company's names are. Um, and if you're going to play games with Google and you're going to try and stuff additional characters into your company name, that could hurt your rankings. So I'd really just recommend keep your company name what it is. Um, and if you do want to, and, and again, if you want to rank in Houston for Let's just say you want to rank for Houston Plumber on the Google map. And your company name is Pickett Home Services. Just as an example, you will get some bonus points in terms of ranking and it will improve your ranking potential if, you're, if your name is Pickett Home Services-Plumbing and Drains or Pickett Home Services-Houston's Plumbing and Drain Company. But you can't do that unless you change your company name and you've got it listed that way across the web. I don't recommend it. I don't think you guys probably want to do that or you want your contractors that you're working with to do that, um, but it can work. And if you're struggling with rankings, an easy play would be to go out, set up a different DBA for your company, update that across the internet, and then use that as your company name. So kind of get some of your keywords into the name, but don't do it unless that's your actual company name. Uh, make sure you've got your website address linked in on your Google My Business listing. Uh, use a local number instead of an 800 number. Like when we're in Google My Business and we're putting a number, Google and your and your customers want to deal with local businesses. The whole idea of Google Maps is that they're they're looking for someone right in their like in their neighborhood that they can call out. So don't use an 800 number. Use a real local number. Um, use a local address. Don't use the PO box that does not rank. Don't use a UPS store. Don't use a Regis for the most part. Most of these types of uh, locations can actually cause problems. As it relates to, to, to optimization, you do want to upload as many photos as you can and try and use 
authenticity. So don't use stock imagery here. Use real pictures of your team, real pictures of your truck, upload your logo, um, keyword, enable those, um, those photos. So there's lots of ways to do this, but the reality is just as simple as instead of uploading an image that's truck one, name it Newport Ritchie plumbing dash Roman plumbing truck, right? Now you've got your keywords in the image that's being uploaded onto Google My Business. Uh, little things like that can actually make a difference in the, in the way that Google sees the images and sees what's on your site. Obviously make sure that you list your hours of operations and the areas that you serve. Um, when you log in to Google My Business, this is kind of how it looks. You've got a dashboard like this, where you've got your company name, you've got like home posts where you can post Google posts. You've got the info tab. This is where you're gonna do some of the basic optimization I'm talking about. You've got insights where you can see who's getting to your site, how many views did you get, how many calls are actually coming from the mobile click to call. Uh, you know, you've got reviews where you can see all of the reviews. So you can respond to those reviews. You've got messaging where you can communicate back and forth with people if you've got that enabled where someone can communicate with you. Uh, and then you've got photos. Uh, so this is what Google My Business backend dashboard looks like. You want to make sure that you've got access to this and so that you can double check some of these settings. You know, as you log in, you want to make sure that your listing is verified. This is important. Um, and you want to upload those photos, pictures of your team, pictures of your truck. You do that by clicking photos and then clicking the little image icon. Um, a best practice would be to save the photos, name them with your city and your service and your company name, and then upload those into Google Maps. Um, and then within Insights, something that a lot of people don't realize, if you click Insights and you scroll down to the Customer Actions tab, you'll be able to see how many people are calling you from Google. So this isn't necessarily um, you know, them actually dialing the number, it's from a mobile phone. If they click Call Business, Google tracks that as an action. Uh, and so that's where you're able to track the actual click to calls that are coming in directly from your Google My Business listing. Um, other things you can do from a, from a Google My Business perspective, update the photos, add to them on a consistent basis. Try and be adding you know, two or three photos per month just to keep fresh rotation happening on your Google My Business. Uh, leverage Google Posts. Google gives you the ability to, um, to create posts, which could be you know, updates that are happening with your business, could be special offers and incentives, uh, could just be stuff that you might've put on your blog, just basic blurbs with an image. We try and post to, to Google My Business at least twice per month. Um, I would think they, they start to rotate out every 90 days. So you do wanna make sure that you're updating Google posts consistently. Either a company like ours is doing it for you or you're doing it yourself. Just keep fresh activity going. We feel like that is a, a legitimate ranking factor. Activity on the listing, um, all other things equal, is going to absolutely help. Um, respond to your reviews. Like, if you're going to rank well on Maps, you're going to have to have reviews, and you're going to have to have new reviews coming in on a consistent basis. The other thing you're going to want to do is not just get the review; you want to respond to it. The good reviews and the bad. Right? Hopefully, you don't get a lot of bad reviews. No one likes bad reviews, but it happens, right? We're going to get some bad reviews every now and then. The important thing is that we respond. So when the person says, Billy came out to the house and he showed up on time and he was great and I highly recommend the company. Here's my five-star review. You want to follow up to that. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to post your review. We really appreciate your business. It's an honor to serve you. 
And if you want to be smart, look up what the ticket was that that job was relevant to. So if it was a water heater install, you might say, it was such a pleasure to install that water heater in your home, right? And by doing that now, your, your review that the person typed, ideally they've got some keywords in there. If you start to respond to reviews and get some keywords in there, that's going to help give context to the services that you provide, right? Because we don't just want to rank for plumber or AC repair. We want to rank for plumber, drain cleaning, water heater installation, trenchless sewer replacement, repiping. And so, yes, we're going to have that on our site. Yes, we're going to have that in the Google My Business listing. We're going to do all of that, but we can also be creative in trying to get them to write that in their review. And then we can, we can kind of drop that on our responses to their review. Give me a one if that makes sense. If, like, if you think you could do some of that with getting your reviews and responding to your reviews. Awesome. The other cool thing that a lot of people don't take advantage of is questions and answers. Like people can ask questions right within your Google My Business listing. Um, obviously, if they ask questions, you want to respond to those. Uh, but something we're testing out, I think is a good idea that you guys might want to think about doing is seeding some of your own questions, right? You know, what services do you offer? Oh, we do drain cleaning and we do water heaters and we do this, that, and the other. What areas do you serve? Oh, we serve this city, that city, this city, boom, boom, boom. Um, come up with like five or six questions and place them in your Google My Business listing and answer them and make them long form, you know, responses. This is a great way to, again, give more context to your Google My Business listing, get yourself ranked in a wider area for, for more of your keywords that are most important to you. So that's just a high level snapshot, some things you can do on Google My Business to improve your, improve your rankings. Give me a one if this is helpful, if you kind of took away some things that you can go back and implement. Erica, Paul, Dan, one's coming in. Excellent. Good, good, good. So that's step one. We want to claim and optimize our Google My Business listing. Step number two is we want to build up those citations. We want to build up the references of our company's name, address, and phone number across the internet. Um, and there's, there's like three critical parts of this. First of all, more is better, right? We want lots of citations. So we want the main ones like Google and Angie's List and City Search and, you know, the ones that everybody knows. We also want the second tier ones, the, the ones that might not come to the top of your head. There's literally thousands of online directories um, and there's like prominent ones, but then there's local ones, like local to your service area, like specific the, um, the Newport Ritchie business directory, right? You want to be in those and also industry specific ones like the plumbing guide or the, the um, you know, specific services that you offer. There's all kinds of directories out there. You want to be listed in those. So that's one thing. You want more citations. Number two is you want to make sure that you've got consistency. So decide in advance what your company name is going to be, what address it's going to have, and how that address is going to be listed. You know, is it going to be Southwest spelled out or is it going to be SW? Are you going to write suite or, or SW? Are you just going to put the hash? Just decide what that um, is going to look like across the internet. And then your phone number, right? You want to use the same number as often as possible in most of these places. And I do recommend using a tracking number. That way you can track the number of calls coming in across the web from those citations that you have there. But one number, not a dozen numbers, not a different number for each of the different um, listings that you have. And then number three is we want to limit duplication and, and invalid information. Right, this is a big gotcha. Like if you're listed three times on Google, 
with slight differences in your company name or slight differences in your address, that's going to create problems. If you've got lots of duplicate listings with fragmented information about you and your company on those second tier and third tier directory sites, that's going to negatively impact your, your ability to rank. So we want to have lots of listings, but we also want to be consistent with how we're referenced. Who would like to get like a shortcut on how to make this a little bit easier? Like obviously going to thousands of directories and putting in your name, address, phone number is a little bit complicated. Just put shortcut in the chat. If you'd like some shortcuts, kind of ways to automate this a little bit, make this a little bit easier. Okay, Dan wants the shortcut. Climate Care wants it. Okay, good. So one shortcut is to add yourself to the main data aggregators. So, you know, there, there's citation services and then there's data aggregators. Data ag aggregators are the sites that basically house business information and a lot of times personal information, like the, the contact details of businesses and individuals and, and kind of push that out to the, to the sites like, like Google and Yelp and Andrews List. The, the four main aggregators are Factual, Axiom, um, Info Group, and Newstar. And if you want to be in control of your company's name, address, phone number, and how it's being distributed across the internet, um, you want to make sure that you've got access or whoever it is that you work with has put you into those data aggregators and has control to say, no, that's not our company name anymore. That's not our website address anymore. That's not how we want to be referenced on the internet. A lot of times you can go in and update Google and you can go in and update, you know, brownbook.net or all these other sites. But if you haven't claimed your data aggregators, and there's a cost associated with these, if you haven't properly set these up and controlled what's being listed on your data aggregators, your information is going to be incorrect across the web. If your information is incorrect across the web, it's going to spawn duplicates. It's going to spawn incorrect listings. It's going to spawn fragmentation which will ultimately result in poor, poor rankings, like I showed you before on, on the maps. Um, give me a one if that makes sense. We want to get to our data aggregator so we can control like the ripple effect of the information that's being sent, syndicated across the web for us. Awesome. Some really cool citation tools that will help you with this process. So I recommend again, you know, claim yourself in the data aggregators, spend the money or invest in a company like ours that will get that dialed in for you and invest that on your behalf. Um, and then there's tools that will push you out to the most important directories. Uh, my favorite is Yext. I know they're like the, the hundred pound gorilla in this space um, and not everybody loves them, but the reality is Yext is the category king. They've got direct APIs into the, the most important directory sources. So um, if you think about the 80-20 principle, we know that 20% of activity drives 80% of the results. Um, that's true with directories, right? And the power of the directories that you're in and the consistency of listings in directories, um, Yext controls the 20% that drive 80% of the results. So whether you use a tool like Yext or Moz Local or Advice Local, these are all sources that you can go in, say, okay, here's my company name, address, phone number, give them the power to control those listings on your behalf and know that at least the main sites on the internet are claimed and verified and consistent. So like, a, like any of these three will help automate your listing management process. But again, you don't want to stop with just the 20%. There's another 80% of 
directory sites that usually need to be claimed manually. They're the, the local business directory in your town. They're the industry specific directory on the internet that wouldn't hit the radar of these big profiles. Um, and so either build your own list or use a tool like Bright Local or WhiteSpark to help you find additional directory sources. Um, and this will really help with this whole citation play. Uh, it will help you find inconsistencies. It will help you find third tier and, and second tier listings that you can add yourself to, which again is going to help with your, your directory listings. Um, not trying to get technical, but the fact is, you know, if you want to get this done right and you want to optimize your opportunities to rank in Google Maps, these are the things you want to think about, you want to know about. Um, and you can choose to run down this path on your own, or you can hire a company like ours where we do this, right? And we would just handle it on, on, your, on your behalf. Um, I've got a great free resource. And Christian, if you could pop this in, uh, plumberseo.net slash scan. Um, basically what this does, it gives you an opportunity to enter your company name, your address, your, you know, your, your basic details, and it's free. And what it will do is it will scan the internet and it will tell you how consistent or inconsistent your listings are on the main sites, like the things like Google and Yahoo and Bing and City Search and White Pages and MapQuest, the 20% part of the equation. Um, and so if you go to plumrestio.net slash scan, maybe Christian put the actual hard URL in there. That way it doesn't, they can click and it doesn't redirect. Um, it's just a free way to get an audit kind of of how you're sitting in the, in the listings. And sometimes this is a problem. Sometimes it's not a problem, right? Um, but you want to know about it. So citation best practices here, the key things you want to take away. Um, manually claim your Google My Business listing, right? Don't let Yext or one of these other profiles do this. Um, manually claim it. Use a tool like Yext or something else to push out to the top 50 directories, the kind of that 20% of the most important directories. Get yourself under control on the data aggregators, those four data aggregators I told you about, and then leverage a tool like Bright Local or WhiteSpark to find those second, third, four tier listings. So you get more of the less obvious listings that you can tap into. John, yes, it should work in, uh, in Canada as well. And you know, we put together a list that we find to be the, the most, like the most relevant citation listings for uh, plumbing and HVAC. So if you wanted to get that, you can go to plumrestio.x slash citations. Uh, there we've got a list that you can just, if you want to do it one by one and you want to kind of look, what are the ones I need to make sure that I'm in that I could tap into? Go there, plumrestio.net slash citations, and you can you can get that. So we've talked about the two keys, right? The first key is we want to claim and optimize Google My Business. Second key, we want to make sure we've got consistency of our name, address, phone number. We're in the main online directories. We're in the secondary online directories. We've got control of how we're being listed, and we're listed in a lot of places. Give me one if this is helpful, of like kind of just thinking through the citation piece of the equation. Uh, if you took away some things that you're like, okay, I get that better now, or I see what I could do on this front to make things more effective on, on, on our Google Map listings. Excellent. Okay, so that's number two. Number three is we need reviews, right? All other things being equal, the company with more reviews is going to win, right? If, you know, all other things being equal, like they, your competition has also claimed their Google My Business and they've optimized it and they've got lots of citations. 
ultimately the company that has more real reviews from the real customers in the real service area is probably going to wind up winning out over time. So there are things you can do to optimize for online reviews, to get more reviews. And I'm not talking about gaming the system. I'm absolutely not talking about fake reviews. I'm talking about real customers from your real reviews from your real customers in your true service area. First thing on this front, the first thing is you have to create a great customer experience. And you guys know this, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but you want to go out and you want to show up on time and you want to do the pre-call and you want to, you know, put down the mat when they open the door and you want to put on the booties. You want to create an experience where they're like, wow, that was cool. Climate care provided a great experience. They were a great company. That's the first part. The second thing is you want to train your technicians that they need to create the experience and that their job is going to be like gauged on the feedback that customers are giving, on their ability to get reviews from the customers that they serve. You want to bake that into the culture of the business. So your technicians know after the service call, review request is going to go out. They should be planting that seed with the homeowner. They should be saying, hey, you know, it was great to serve you today. We really appreciate your business. You know, just so you know, you're going to get a review request here in a couple minutes um, on your cell phone. It means a lot to me if you would click that button and write a review. Like my performance as an organization is gauged on those reviews. Mr. Customer, Miss Customer, will you write a review for me? Yes. I find our clients that have trained their technicians to have that conversation and to plant that seed, get more reviews and wind up being more effective over time. Um, we find it to be a good practice to leave something physical, right? Leave something physical that says, hey, again, you're going to get a text message, but if you prefer, you can just go right here to this link on our website to post this review. Um, again, train your technicians to plant the seed. Make sure that they walk them through the process where possible. Some of our clients actually will push the review request right there when they're in the home and ask the customer, hey, did you get that? Hey, why don't you pull that up real quick? All right, click there. All you got to do now is put your stars and write the review. No pressure, just share the, share the experience. Um, and then I, I would say a lot of this stuff is commonplace. There's lots of tools that help to automate this. Uh, but if there's one thing I found that has a bigger impact than anything in, in, in our client's ability to get online reviews, it's that they baked it into the, into the company culture, uh, which means as you meet with your teams on a, on a weekly basis or you do your monthly huddles, you're teaching them, you're training them, you're bringing them up to speed with what's going on. Part of it, though, should be to, hey, look, this is how many reviews we got this last week. And congratulations, you know, Johnny. You know, Johnny, you got 17 reviews, average five stars. Well done. A round of applause in front of the peers. Um, and if you do that and you make that part of the way that you operate, you're going to get more reviews. It's going to be more consistent. Um, and of course, your clients are going to be getting a better experience as well. Give me a yes if you took away like one or two things, maybe just in the way that you think about reviews or in kind of what you could do to generate more reviews for your clients from, from what we talked about here. A couple of, couple of yeses. Awesome. And like I said, there's lots of tools that can automate this. Use automation. Like, please don't be sending one-off emails or one-off text messages after every service call. You know, Nearby Now is a tool we implement for all of our clients. So it just basically sends a review request via email, text message after every service call, after they complete a check-in. Uh, review Buzz is a great pool. BirdEye, Customer Lobby, Pulse M, 
you know, there's probably more like, but these are the most common tools. I don't really care as much about what tool you use. I do care though, that you're using automation and that an email and a text message with a little bit of follow-up goes out after every service call, right? If you do that, you're going to have consistent reviews, right? And then don't just send them to Google, send some of them to Google, send some of them to Angie's List, send some of them back to Thumbtack, whatever source it was that they, they got the review from. There is a ninja hack that works extremely well. And if I look at the clients we work with, the people that use this ninja hack usually have about 10 times more reviews than all of our other clients. Give me a 10X in the chat if you'd like to know what that ninja hack is. Erica, 10X, climb to carry 10X, okay. The, the ninja hack is to leverage automation. And by automation, I mean, don't, if somebody has to push a button on your team to request the review, that creates friction. It slows the whole process down. So if your technician is manually checking in on nearby now and requesting the review, I find that like one in 10 review requests actually get done. So what you want to do is make sure that you've tapped into the API of whatever platform you use. Um, a lot of our, our top clients use Service Titan. Some of our clients use House Call Pro. Others use Field Edge and things like that. The clients we have that are getting 10 times more reviews than everybody else basically have it so that once the job is complete, the, the review request is automatically triggered, right? So you close out the job and that automatically sends a text message and an email to the customer. It automatically does the check-in if you happen to be using nearby now. It automatically triggers the next step in the process and eliminates any extra friction from your team. So if you're not doing this, I really want to encourage you, try and figure out, does your platform have some type of API and could automation be used to eliminate all of the extra friction and just every service call results in a review request, every review request you know, one in five results in a review. If you can get that type of velocity, you're going to have so many more reviews than your competition that it's going to be hard for them to keep up. You're going to dominate the map results. And if you're consistently responding to the reviews as they come in with intelligent responses that also infuse your keywords, if you start to seed questions and answer those questions, you're going to have a better footprint across the internet. Give me a one if that makes sense. If you feel like you're clear, like I can tap into that 10X advantage. Ansley says one, Dan says one, Erica says one. Excellent. So, so don't sleep on that, right? Make sure that you take advantage of it. So step one was we wanna make sure that we've claimed and optimized Google My Business. Step two, we wanna have lots of reviews, uh, lots of citations and consistency of our name, address, phone number. Step three, we wanna have lots of Google reviews. Step four is we want to optimize the on-page elements on our website. And so I've got an hour and a half long training that unpacks what you need to do from your website in order to make sure that it's optimized for the search engines. Um, I'm going to give a very brief overview of this. Um, if you want more details on like SEO and how to optimize the website, the content on the site, the links, the citations, definitely you know, reach out to us. I can get you a link to that training where I, I go deep on it. Um, but thinking about it from, a, from the most simple perspective is we want to have a good website, right? With pages for each of our services, 
pages for each of our cities. We want to make sure that the content is unique. So we're using not copy and paste content, but very unique content from one page on our site to the next. Uh, we want to optimize our keywords into the title tags, the H1 tags, the meta descriptions. Uh, we want to make sure we get the name, address, phone number in the footer. We want to make sure that we're putting out new content on a consistent basis, you know, putting out blog updates, making sure that those blog updates are syndicated and pushed out. We want to make sure that the website loads quickly. This actually does have an impact on your, um, on your Google My Business rankings as well. Um, and then it loads quickly on desktop and mobile. Um, so that was a mouthful. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to show you a live example of this for the sake of um, visual, because it's I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but I do want you guys to connect the dots with what I've just said. Hold on one sec. Give me give me some feedback as I pull this up. Um, is this helpful? Like, just give me a, a chat. Helpful if this is helpful. You feel like you're getting some good usable takeaways. Ansley says helpful. Good. Okay, so I'm gonna go Google.com. Let's do West Jordan Palmer. So the company we work with in West Jordan is Valley Plumbing. I said at the beginning, you know, we don't want to just rank in one place. We want to dominate the, the page where people are looking. Um, and you can see there they are in local service ads at the very top. They're the number one organic listing in, in, Google, um, in Google Maps. And they're also number one organically, right? So they're, they're dominant in their, in their service area and dominant for literally hundreds of keywords. If we look specifically at their Google My Business listing here, you can see... No, no crazy keyword stuffing in the name, right? It's a real company name, 1,178 reviews. This is because every service call and service Titan gets closed and the review request is automated, automated through Nearby Now. So we do use Nearby Now. It creates an immediate check-in, which I'll talk a little bit about without going super technical. And then it pushes out an email and a text message asking the customer to write a review. If they're already on Google, which a lot of people are already logged into Google because they use Google for email and other things, it's going to take them straight to Google where they don't have to log in. And that's where they're, they're able to get a lot of reviews. About three years ago, they had about 100 reviews on Google My Business, on, on Google Maps. When we started to automate the, the, the completion process, that's when it just exploded in terms of number of reviews. That's when they like really moved up aggressively in their rankings on Google Maps. If we look at their, at their listing, right, you'll see we've got lots of great pictures and authenticity. So pictures of their trucks, pictures of their team. Um, you know, these things have, have an impact. These images are named and optimized correctly. They're getting lots of reviews. They're responding to the reviews. All of this stuff has an impact. Uh, but what we want to talk about now is specifically the website itself and what we do on the website to make sure that it's optimized, which of course passes signals to Google and passes signals to the Google My Business listings to get it ranked. So, so this is their site, right? You'll see there's lots of content on here. I, I really believe that having lots of content, um, Google reads content, right? And that has an impact on their rankings. If you look at the title tag, which I was gonna come back two clicks, West Jordan Plumber dash Valley Plumbing and Drangling. So we've got the, the name 
the key word in that in that title, West Jordan Plumber Drain Cleaning, Drain Cleaning Services. You'll also notice this isn't their homepage. This is a this is a location page on their website that's ranking really well in Google Maps. You'll notice this heat map here has a map with lots of little check-ins and lots of reviews. This is nearby now. So used to be nearby now was an app that was installed on the technician's phones and the technicians were supposed to check in at the house. It would grab their GPS location and they would type a, you know, a brief description of what they did. Um, it still works that way, but very cumbersome. We had a hard time getting Valley Plumbing and their technicians to do that because it's an extra thing that the technician had to do. Um, by integrating this with Service Titan, they basically just have notes for each of their jobs. Every time a job is completed, it through a short code passes a little bit of snippet code to, the, to that page on the site, a little bit of snippet code um, with data about the services that they're doing. And so this keeps these pages very active and very dynamic. Um, I don't wanna get too technical, but that's, that's a big part of, of this, this strategy. Uh, if you look at the website, and I talked about some things, right? Title tag, which is up here in the, in the header, the H1 tag, they're based in Salt Lake City. So we've got Salt Lake City Plumber. Um, you have some multimedia text on the page to keep people engaged. Obviously, a lot of thought in terms of optimization for conversion, which is we don't just want visitors to the site. We want them to convert into leads. We want the, them to convert into callers. Um, but really having pages for each of the different services that they have, that they provide. So water heater repair, water heater installation, you name it. Um, and then having this marked up data down here for each of their locations, name, address, phone number with that consistency. So it matches to Google Maps and then it matches to the citations they have across the web can have a really big impact in the, in the rankings and in the, in the results. So again, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go too technical, but I didn't want to give you the details on like kind of what we want to do from an on-page optimization perspective. Um, and you can see here, 460 plus leads just for one of their, of their locations. And they're in Salt Lake City, they're in um, West Jordan, they're in Sandy, and they're in Lehigh, um, doing really, really well on, on Google Maps. Give me a one in chat if that's helpful. It's, it's kind of like bridge the gap here, kind of bring it all together, do you suggest list all the locations in the footer? Depending upon your location strategy, um, if you're driving citations back to the homepage or to the, um, you know, to the actual location page, it could go, you could do either way, but it really depends. It's on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, here's another company, Ira Hansen, based in um, Sparks, Nevada. Uh, we run a search for Sparks, Nevada plumber, plumbing, drain, clean water here. You can see here that the number one um, in Google Maps. Um, you can see here, 214 leads directly from Google Maps, 642 total, 340 from organic. So don't sleep on organic either, 47 from paid search, which of course we can absolutely increase the paid budget for this client. So again, the, the proven formula that we talked about today, we unpacked and I showed you example after example of this working and the kind of the results of it. We're gonna claim and optimize the Google My Business listing. We're going to make sure we've got name, address, phone number, consistency in the main online directories and the secondary online directories. We're going to control our name, address, phone number profile across the web. Um, we're going to make sure we've got a process in place to get real reviews from our real customers in our true service area. Um, and then we're going to optimize the website itself. You know, make sure that we've got pages for each of the services, pages for each of the cities. We've got 
um, good, unique content. We're leveraging uh, microformat data across the site. Um, and then, of course, we can't sleep on off-page factors. Like what's happening off the website has an impact as well. Um, so you're like building up links, building up citations, having a strategic approach to, to syndicate content. Um, I'm not going to go deep here, but um, something we've rolled out over the last 24 months that's had a huge impact and our ability to get our clients ranked um, is signal generation, uh, which is basically taking our blogs and instead of just loading up a blog with content on the site, we take a blog and then we syndicate it to local news sites. Those local news sites then embed the content, embed the GMB listing, pass even more citations and results back to the client site. Um, and so this is a big part of the reason our clients you know, really just rank extremely well on the Google map in their service area. Um, it's because we've got the proximity, we've got the relevance, and we've got the prominence. Prominence being we've got more reviews, we've got more citations, we've got more web signals, we've got more GMB listings pointed back to us. Um, we're, we're just setting our clients up to be the dominant plumbing, HVAC, electrical, home service company in their service area. And that's why we can get such consistent dominant results. So just a visual example of this, if you want to look at Valley Plumbing, if you click on the news and media section, you'll see each one of their blogs um, is getting syndicated out to a lot of different um, local news sources. Um, and then those sources then, instead of just being on the blog, now it's listed on, let's call it 100 to 150 major sites that now have hyperlinks back to the homepage, the service page, have a Google map embed, which builds that ranking authority, builds that context in conjunction with everything else we're, we're doing. Uh, and this, you know, I, I could, I think I've, I've already used a lot of cases. I could go for literally 20, 30 minutes just showing you example after example after example of, of clients really just dominating the Google My Business results in their, in their service area. Um, this is a simple checklist I want to give you guys access to if you want it. Stick around to the end. Um, there's going to be a simple SEO checklist and a simple GMB checklist that you guys can look at and say, okay, I know we said it, but sometimes having a checklist to kind of go along with to see, okay, are we doing this? Are we doing that? Do we have this? What could we be doing here is, is helpful. Um, just type checklist in the comments if, if you'd like to get your hands on some checklist specific to this, if you think that would be helpful. Awesome. Excellent. So, so that's it. I've given you examples. I've given you real world case studies. Um, I've given you the step-by-step -step that this is exactly what you need to do on your website, on your Google My Business profiles to really rank. Um, hopefully you've got what you need. I'm going to give you the link to the checklist here in a second. Um, if you're like most plumbing HVAC home service companies, you like to understand how this works. You've tried it. You've been through the ringer. You hired, you know, Scorpion, or you hired Reach Local, or you hired Yodel, or you hired one of these companies that promised to get you results on the internet, on Google specifically, and didn't work. And maybe you hired the kid next, there, next door, maybe you tried to do some of this stuff yourself, but you just haven't gotten the results. What I want to do is I want to offer you a, a free evaluation. Um, because let's face it, you shouldn't be doing this yourself. Most of you guys, and maybe some of you, if you're marketing, directing your company, you want to do it. You shouldn't be doing this yourself. You need to understand how it works. You need to understand why it's not working currently. But ultimately, you need to find somebody that can do this for you. Somebody that can understand how to claim this stuff, understand how to manage this stuff, understand how to optimize this stuff, 
and has proven results. Um, and this is what we do. If you're a plumbing, HVAC, electrical company, you know, we'd love the opportunity to, to look at what you're doing today and see if we might be the right fit to help you dominate your local market and generate more leads, more book jobs, and, and more growth in your company. So if that sounds good, the next step that we want to do is schedule a complimentary lead flow acceleration session. Um, again, what we'll do as part of this is, Christian put the link, it's plumrescuonet slash schedule. Uh, we'll run a, an analysis of the most important keywords for you. We'll run a ranking report. We'll look at your website. Um, we'll look at your paid search profiles. And we'll be able to tell you, like, here's what you're doing. Here's what's good. Here's what's where there's room for improvement. And here's what we would do differently. And here's how much it would cost if you want us to just take this and run with it for you. Um, so if that sounds good, you can call us at 866-610-4647. Again, it's completely free. Or you can go to plumrescuonet slash schedule. Um, it'll take you to a calendar page where you can pick a time that works for you. And, um, and we can schedule a time to, to meet. So if you'd like the, the guide to Google Maps, which kind of has some of the, the items we talked about here, you can go to plumrescuonet slash maps. It's plumrescuonet slash maps. If you want the SEO checklist, which will walk you through those basic things you want to do on your website, off your website, you go to plumrescuonet slash SEO dash checklist. That's SEO dash checklist. And I'd love to hear some takeaways. Um, I'd love to hear like, what were some of your takeaways? What are some of the things you, know, you took away from today's session? Um, either unmute yourself or put that in chat just so I can, I can hear some of the things. And takeaways being like something you learned, something that you're gonna do differently, something that maybe you're gonna do the, you know, implement on your own. Um, Melissa, Jamie are saying, would love to work with you, um, but I've been told you can't because we already work with someone in your market. Yes, um, that's true. We only work with one company in each major market. So if you happen to be in one of the markets where we already have a client, unfortunately, we only work with one. So um, you know, that, that is, is what it is, right? Um, however, reach out, let us know that you're interested and we can tell you whether the market is open or not open. Um, and in a worst case scenario, if you really want somebody that can help you, we might be able to refer you to somebody we know that that might be a good provider. So um, Melissa, Jamie, I, I'm sorry that we couldn't work with you because we're, we're already closing that area. Um, reach out to Christian and, and we'll make a referral uh, to somebody you know, we, we believe you can trust. Scott Walker says citations. Leo Leon says thinking about blog syndication, um, diving into citations. Excellent. So again, next step here, if you go to plumrescuonet slash schedule, you can pick a time. We can look at your online marketing. Uh, we can talk about the possibilities of working together. Um, if you have any questions, I'd be glad to keep the, the meeting open for a minute to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, otherwise, plumrescuonet slash schedule. There you can pick a time. Let's see, Erica says naming pictures. Armin says, can you talk more about blog syndication? Um, not really. I think that's something that, that we've, we've invested a lot of time and energy in. Um, and it's a proprietary thing that we've developed for our clients here at Plumbing and HVAC SEO. Um, so I'm happy to talk a little bit about the strategy. Like, yes, this is what we, we do. Instead of just writing a blog, we, we syndicate it. Um, in terms of the how, 
um, you know, we keep that for the clients that hire our services, if that's, uh, if that's fair. Excellent. Well, hey guys, it's been, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time. I truly hope you've got value out of today's session. Um, if you have follow-up questions, feel free to reach out to me or Christian. If you'd like to schedule a time, go to plumrescue.net slash schedule. Um, if there's any other resources I talked about today that you'd like to go back and reference, feel free to reach out. We'll get you the links. Uh, you can just send an email to uh, Christian at plumrescue.net if you're watching this after the fact. Um, give, me a, give me a rating on a scale from one to 10. Uh, one being this was terrible and a waste of your time. 10 being over-delivered. You got value. You enjoyed it. Um, just so I can get a sense of kind of maybe am I too technical? Am I not technical enough? Um, all right. Some 10s coming in. Dan says 10. Jamie says 10. Scott says 10. Excellent. I appreciate that feedback, guys. Um, thanks so much for your time. Have an amazing afternoon. We're here to serve and support. Wayne, give me a 9.5. Fair enough. Um, I will talk to you all again soon.